Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Okay, let's get it, man. Time is flying by. Hopefully you are safe wherever you are, driving and uh, enjoying your night, listening to the fan, Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. Doing what I do, man, five-hour KM to AM, and I like to talk about all the sports with all the fans that listen to the fan and call the fan, 877-337-6666. I did want to bring in a couple other topics because we haven't really talked Jets or Giants, which, I mean, obviously, um, they haven't played in a while, and it's the last NFL game coming up, and it hasn't been great. But, man, uh, first off with the Jets and Zach Wilson, I came across a post, and I just, like, I feel bad for the guy because he just gets trashed. And I think it's like a like a mob mentality thing. I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know, we just – Zach Wilson sucks, Zach Wilson sucks, Zach Wilson sucks. So everybody is, oh, Zach Wilson sucks. But according to reports across the league, the New York Jets are preparing to trade quarterback Zach Wilson for whatever they can get. And then all of these anonymous grown men that are scouts that work in the NFL decided to continue to trash him. And, um, you know, Jets Rich Samini or Jets reporter Rich Samini spoke with a few NFL executives on what the Jets could get in return for Zach Wilson in a trade. One scout said the Jets would be lucky to get a seventh-round pick. Okay. Okay. Seventh-round pick. Brock Purdy was a seventh-round pick. Um, Isaiah Pacheco was a seventh-round pick. There's some value there, but I get it, right? The guy didn't help himself out, and uh, I'm not making excuses for him either, but I think he is better suited to play quarterback in the NFL anywhere but the Jets. The Jets absolutely ruined this kid. Let me see if I can pull some of the other quotes. Someone said, an an anonymous assistant coach said, I'd give up a two-week stay at a Best Western. I'm not a fan. Why you got to do that? Why why has that got to be what you're saying about this young man? Maybe they could ask for something on day three, a mid-day three, if they're lucky, an anonymous scout reports. The only trade value for him is his arm talent, meaning he can make all the throws, but the biggest thing, he has to become more mature and he has to be consistent in everything, especially his decision-making. There were flashes this year, but obviously not enough. That was probably the nicest thing that I read as far as Zach Wilson and where he's going to go. That's from a second anonymous assistant coach. So uh, anonymous people are speaking about Zach Wilson. Joe Douglas is trying to trade him. Maybe it doesn't happen until the draft, but I'm rooting for that kid. I was saying during the season, he's got to go back out west. He's got to be like west of the Mississippi 
I think he'll be better suited as a backup somewhere. Maybe he can back up Patrick Mahomes. Who's Patrick Mahomes' backup? Blaine Gabbert? Maybe he can back up Patrick Mahomes and learn Andy Reid's offense. And uh, if Patrick Mahomes ever gets hurt, he can show up, which Patrick Mahomes doesn't really get hurt, but he can show up there. I don't know. I think the Vikings were rumored to be interested in potentially signing um, one Zach Wilson. I think uh, there's there's going to be another team. There's going to be another team. The Raiders. Why not the Raiders? Aiden O'Connell. Do you really believe in Aiden O'Connell? I think Zach Wilson's a better athlete than Aiden O'Connell. So 877-337-6666 for uh, those of you that either want to endorse Zach Wilson or disparage Zach Wilson before he's completely out of the door. The other thing that I had for the Giants fans was, um, you know, all the Giants reporters were tweeting about Mike Kafka today and um, how he'll have a assistant coach tag. So Jordan Renan, Ryan Dunleavy, Paul Schwartz, Art Stapleton, I follow all these guys on Twitter. I have post notifications on for these guys, even in the offseason. It's going to be one hell of an offseason. It already has been. So the Giants added assistant head coach title for OC Mike Kafka. Among a bunch of changes, QB coach Shea Tierney added as the pass game coordinator. DB's coach Jerome Henderson also now the pass game coordinator. Let's see. Giants defensive assistant coach Zach Kaur once coined the Fence the Garden in-state recruiting strategy for Rutgers during his stint as running back coach in 2016. I Have you ever heard me talk about being at Rutgers as a recruit and Greg Schiano saying that they were going to fence in the Garden State, build a fence around the Garden, but that's impossible. They never really can. So I guess the new Giants defensive assistant coach, Zach Kaur, once coined that that term as a strategy for Rutgers during his his stint there as running back coach in 2016. I was recruited 10 years before that. But, like, imagine if Rutgers could keep the best players in New Jersey at Rutgers. They would dominate. They'd be great. But uh, Penn State comes in. I think I was talking to uh, uh, Chris in Bergen County. Shout out to Coach Latrella. And he was talking about how Stanford has been recruiting kids in New Jersey heavy now. I think there is a kid from uh, my area, Red Bank Catholic, Going to Stanford. So it's hard to keep kids in state. Yeah. Um, Emmanuel Ross commits to Stanford. 2024 three-star wide receiver. Like, that's nuts. These kids are going across the country to play for Stanford. The fact that Stanford's even coming over here to recruit is crazy. So uh, there's my um, my Jets thing. And then uh, I think that's it. You know, not only Mike Kafka staying with the Giants. He's been promoted to assistant head coach. Jerome Henderson, Shea Tierney I spoke of. So the uh, Giants coaching staff is rounding into form. Shout out to the TikTok people pulling up. Uh, I see you guys. I can I can pull up TikTok.com so that I can respond to the chat from my MacBook, but I obviously can't type on the phone while I'm live on air. We're doing a show here. We're taking calls, and there were some people on the line that wanted to talk Knicks and wanted to talk Mets. From before, again, we're heading into the trade deadline for the NBA tomorrow. Nobody knows what's going to happen there, but I know the Knicks got to make a move. Let's go to Willis in West Milford, New Jersey on the fan. What's up, Willis? How you doing, Keith? What's up, man? I'm good. Thanks for checking in. How are you? All right, pretty good. That guy that called before, I don't know what he was talking about. There's no way the Knicks would ever offer five first-round picks from Mikel Bridges. 
Come yeah, on. I mean, I they didn't offer three for Donovan Mitchell. No, I, I know. I just okay? I'm not gonna do. It. I let I let everybody call and get their thoughts and takes off and, uh, <laughs> and like I'm, I was like, do they have five picks to give? Did they offer that? <laughs> it was the Houston Rockets. They didn't offer five. The Houston Rockets Rockets said some of the Nets picks, but I don't know. Yeah, everybody reads not. Facebook. Yeah. Everybody reads Twitter. Everybody gets different uh, information from all over. It, it just aggravates me. I call about something else too. But yeah, even comparing him to David Lee, I, you know, I like David Lee, but he's better than David Lee. Lee. Yeah, come on, yeah, yeah, come on. <clears throat> anyway, so I think the Knicks should go after Mikel Bridges or Jordan Clarkson. Those are the two guys they should focus on. So then, just he's Jordan the Clarkson. The, yeah. Malcolm Brogdon, one, right? Jordan Clarkson, yeah. maybe DeJounte Murray, maybe Bruce Brown, maybe DeMar DeRozan, maybe Alec Burks, Bogdanovich. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think they need a I think they need a guy that can play the two and the one. They need a guy you saw what happened when Brunson came out of the game. They almost blew a twenty. We all saw. We all know from but yeah. from the Lakers game and the Grizzlies game, that showed you all yeah. you need to know. Exactly. You're 100% correct. I mean, they can't survive unless they have another. Uh, they can't play the point. You know, they can't keep playing the way they're playing without having a backup for Brunson. He needs a backup. Also, they don't have it. Yeah, maybe they think once they get healthy, they'll be whole again. Thanks for the call, Willis. Uh, I just think that, and I've said it 100 times, I've said it last week, this week, if this Knicks team does have the chance to make a run. If you think this is one of the best Knicks teams you've had, trade deadlines right there. Make a move. What does it hurt to try and shore up this roster for a potential run? And then also, I, I always talk about how teams don't just compete on the floor, on the field. Everything is a competition. The Orioles were competing against the Yankees for Corbin Burns. There are other teams in the East competing for talent against the Knicks. The Celtics already made a move today, sending two second-round picks to the Grizzlies for Xavier Tillman. They're at the top of the food chain, and there's rumors that they're not going to stop. And I wouldn't think that they're going to stop because if they're the, the Celtics have failed so many times, right? And now they've got Kristaps Porzingis and Drew Holiday to go along with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. If they're thinking that this is their year, why wouldn't you stack the deck? Why wouldn't you? Go all the way in and try and get another piece or two to shore up your bench or wherever you feel like you're lacking. Brad Stevens, who obviously was coaching the Celtics and has now moved to a front office role, the rumor is that they're going to be aggressive with their approach and make another move before the trade deadline. So don't be surprised when they swoop in tomorrow and get one of the big names we've been mentioning for the Knicks. And then what will you say about that? Easy E out on Long Island on the fan in New York. What's up, Easy? I got the fix for the Knicks. I got a great idea. You want to hear it? Yeah. All right. Grimes, Hart, and Flynn, and two first-rounders going back to Toronto. I know we just got a good trade for the uh, from Toronto. Look, you go back to Toronto and get Barnes. He's a first. He's a point guard and a shooter. I think if we could do that, I think. Uh, you know, that'll be I'll be the good fix getting uh Scott I think his name is Scotty Barnes, is that it? <laughs> Thanks for the call, Easy. You don't even know his name. <laughs> you don't know his name, but like that's the same weird like I where do I begin? Um <laughs> Scotty Barnes goes nowhere. 
Darko Milicic loves that guy. Um, <laughs> I, that one threw me off. Um, not Darko. I'm thinking of uh, that one threw me off because they're also not trading Josh Hart. They're they're. Well, let's see how we, we even uh, back up there and and break down that. So he said Josh Hart, Malachi Flynn, and somebody else to the Raptors for Scotty Barnes, um, Darko Rajakovich. I can't even pronounce their, their head coach's name. But if you've heard this guy speak on Scotty Barnes, he thinks that he is the future of the NBA. He thinks that he's a primetime player, and I think he will be. Scotty Barnes is young. He is the future of the Raptors. They're not getting rid of Josh Hart because Josh Hart is part of the Villanova trio. And now I haven't heard that one, but I guess it's, hey, this is the time, right? You guys are using the trade simulator. You guys are on Twitter throwing these out. Call up the fan and throw them out. But they're not. They just they just made a deal with you. That that That's another thing, right? They just made a deal to send you OG Ananobi. You think they're going to send you Scotty Barnes? Nah, nah. Appreciate the call, Easy. Not not roasting you, not making fun of you, but but talking to the audience and the NBA fans out there that I know also heard that and they're like, where did where did that one come from? There's there's no way. There's no way. Josh is in Passaic. Josh is on the fan. What's up, Josh? Good, Keith. How are you? You know I'm good. So first, with you're talking about Zach Wilson's value. I mean, what what level do you put on him? Is he like the same type? As like Tommy DeVito, or people see him as like a chance at a Geno Smith, you know, resurgence. He's, I think Zach Wilson can be better than both of them based off of arm ta- talent and athleticism. It all is in the mind. It's all upstairs. He needs to get with the right head coach, right offensive coordinator, someone that can undo the damage that the Jets did and get that out of him. They need to simplify the game for him. They need to have him thinking less. They need to play to his strengths. I don't think that this kid is a complete wash. I don't think that he's a Tommy Cutlets. I don't think that he's a Geno Smith. This was a number two overall pick. I mean, you know, picks have been as has been worse than that. So I necessarily put the number two as a good option for him. But with the with the Nets, do you think they're um the trade they might do? Do you think any situation, I mean, not trading Bridges, do they get a first round pick back, or it's only second round picks for like O'Neal or Finney Smith? Say that again. Do they get what back? Do they get any first round picks for Finney Smith or O'Neal? It's only going to be second round picks and role player. Could could they get them back? I I don't know. Um, I I don't know what's going to be out there. I think they're they're seeking first round picks for both of those guys, and they're going to be picks down the line. Um, I'm not a big trade simulator. I'm not a big, uh, tr- big trade simulator guy. I'm not a big guy like trying to speculate on these things. I'm not a GM. I'm a fan. And when these things come out, we all try to, you know, weigh in on what we think is right or wrong or who gave up too much. But that's something else about trades. No one can ever say who who won a trade right away. You got to give those things time. But I think the Nets are seeking first round picks. Like, what's a second round pick in the NBA? People don't even care about first round picks now. Hensley, though, I did hear, you know, uh, Nets post here talking about Wilson. Is that so bad? But, like, if you think about second picks, about pretty much how worthless they are. And like I say, just think about our first round picks. How much have you seen them this year, right? G League, you know, get to see them for maybe two minutes by us. But Keith, are you like these other Nets fans are so tied down, or like the Nets themselves so tied down to Bridges that we can't trade them for a, hell no for three first round picks? I don't understand it. Nah, hell no. I just like I, I I don't understand 
like how you don't entertain that, and and that's what I'm saying. I I think Bridges is a good player, but like for what? Like for the next couple years when you're not going to win anything, and then you're I, I don't know. I just I'm like, it's an ego thing. There's too much pride. I, I look at Sean Marks as like he wants us to think that he has a master plan, and I think he's making it up as he goes along here. And when when specifically the Rockets are offering you your picks back in the mistake trade that you made for James Harden. You have an opportunity to recoup that, but you're gonna, you know, stand on your your own pride and ego and, and say, no, we traded for Mikael Bridges for a reason, and we signed his best friend Cam Johnson for a reason, and we we're gonna build around those guys. Like, do better, dream bigger. There's there's more out there than that, and I don't think they're winning anything with those guys. So, no, I'm not one of those fans that say, you know, it doesn't mean that I think Bridges sucks. I think he's a good player. I just don't understand the logic in not entertaining multiple first-round picks in a trade for the guy. Like, saying he's off-limits is crazy. And with him, like, I was telling Connor, right, um, as I got on, is that I find it also a little similar to, like, Bradley Beal. You know, he's on the Wizards. Guy had, guy's leading the NBA in points per game two, year, two, three years ago. Looking great. It comes to the Suns. Obviously, he's still good. But he's, like, kind of faded away. So I think it's a similar situation with Bridges. Put him on a team with good players. He's a good player. He's a, he's going to score his points. But like you know, with the Nets, there's no other guys around. So he's taking a lot of shots. That's how he's putting up the numbers. It's it's also fit, right? Bradley Beal has to fit in with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, who were taking all the shots when he was in D.C. Nobody was taking more shots than him. Nobody. He was the he was the guy. Like he was D.C. Like like it's different. I mean, even when he was with Russell Westbrook, like. It's about fit in the NBA. There's five guys on the court. There's one ball, even with Bridges, right? They're, they're expecting Bridges to be a one. We keep talking about he's a three. A couple nights ago when Ben Simmons got on the floor, you saw the difference when it's like, okay, Ben Simmons is bringing the ball up the court and distributing, and all of a sudden Cam Thomas is getting an open lane to the basket. Mikael Bridges for three because that's how it's supposed to work, spacing the floor and the right fit. Ben Simmons is not going to take any shots. He's allergic to the rim. Guys like Cam Thomas and Mikel Bridges can benefit from him, but how often is he going to be on the floor? It, it changes. The dynamic changes depending on who you're playing with, whether you're playing with shooters, scorers, or, or guys that distribute and, and get their teammates involved. I know, Keith. Thanks for, listen, thanks for taking my call. You know, next uh, tomorrow night, if I get it, we'll have to discuss. In the last two years, that I, you know, my first call was also two years ago after the trade. The line to discuss the Harden trade. Then we we'll know with the Durant and Kyrie thing. Let's see what we'll discuss tomorrow night. Thanks for taking my call. Have a great Looking night. Looking forward to it. Formerly young Josh, now regular Josh, as I think Josh is about to be 16, get his permit, start driving around, and be a regular old guy like the rest of us. 877-337-6666. Let's go to Michael and Tom's River on the fan. What's up, Mike? Fly, Hawks, fly, Keith. Go, Hawks. Yes, sir. Let's go, baby. I was just at Jack's the other day. Jack's goal line stand had some interesting times in that place. Now, Keith, real quick, what sauce are you? What, what sauce are we eating over there? Uh, man, I, I would always just go either buffalo or regular barbecue. Um, it's been a while, man. Those, those wing Sundays... I really used to just pull over, pull up over there for the pitchers, one dollar uh, pitchers at, at Jacks, and I remember being in Jacks when it was the old Jacks. It, it's way I remember better that. now. Yeah, it's way better now with the different layout. Oh, I loved it. No, so I just come back from the Ranger game. 
Nice. Did you watch any of it? Or no, anything? so it was on TNT, HBO Max. We don't, we don't get that in here. And uh, I was trying to keep an eye on the scoring. I saw it was it was 2-0, then 2-1, and then the Rangers closed it out with a, a goal in the, in the third period. Tell me, tell me how the arena was. Tell me how the team was skating around and how you feel about the Rangers making this second-half push after the All-Star break. No, I'll tell you what, they look good. You know, they really look good. And i tell you what, a lot of people suspicious that Shesterkin didn't start again tonight. But i tell you what, you got to go with that hot goal center. Quick looks good, man. One goal after, you know, back-to-back games, one goal. I mean, you got to love it. Yeah, there shouldn't be any suspicion. We all know why, right? Like, you have this oh, guy. Oh, I get it. But, but people were like, oh, no, Shesterkin again. And I was like, yeah, you got to go with the hot goal center. I love it. You're trying to win. You know, and Tampa's no slouch. You're trying to win games. Um, you, like you said, you go with the hot hand, and this guy is here for a reason. Clearly they brought him in thinking that, hey, uh, he might have something still left in the tank and be able to help us, and he has. No, absolutely. Now I had a question for you since you're talking about the Knicks. Who do you think is the best fit for the Knicks? And I'll, I'll hang up and listen, but I want to see what you thought. Thanks for the call, Michael. I think that they should go for Malcolm Brogdon or DeMar DeRozan. I think that Malcolm Brogdon with that second unit, he's a former six-man of the year. He can run that second unit. You don't have to worry about Malachi Flynn. It's Malcolm Brogdon. I also like the thought of a veteran presence in DeMar DeRozan, especially as another scorer, especially as a guy that they literally were calling king of the fourth the last couple years in Chicago. When the fourth quarter comes, he tightens up. He doesn't miss shots. He can create his own shot in the mid-range. Um, he's going to knock down his free throws. And as we talk about insurance and getting another score, a guy like De- DeMar DeRozan uh, I think would be a good move. Malcolm Brogdon or, or DeMar DeRozan? Maybe even Jordan Clarkson. I know he didn't really show himself when he came here with Utah, but I bet he would, would turn up if he put that Knicks jersey on. Uh, those would be my three. Malcolm Brogdon, DeMar DeRozan, Jordan Clarkson for the Knicks. Uh, maybe they go Alec Burks. Maybe they go Bogdanovich. Maybe they go Bruce Brown. I don't think Bruce Brown is getting moved again, though. And we were already just talking about Toronto and the Knicks. So uh, we got to take a break here. Live on the TikToks. Sending that out on Twitter. Interacting with you guys online as well as on air. Call the show at 877-337-6666. Let's take this break and we'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Right back at it on the fan. I got about 90 minutes left. Taking your calls. Talking sports. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. Another five-hour KM to AM. It's a sprint, not a marathon. There's plenty to talk about. Let's see. What do we not get to yet? I mean, it doesn't matter. We got a full rack of calls. I was talking to some of the folks in the TikTok chat about Wink Martindale. And they're saying, oh, it's crazy. Wink Martindale turned down $3 million from the Giants. And where is he at now? He's not getting any offers. I did see the Dallas Cowboys were going to interview Wink. I don't know what the hell the Dallas Cowboys are doing. They're looking for an old defensive coordinator. They're looking for Ron Rivera, Rex Ryan, Wink Martindale. Sheesh. But it's a young man's game, and these coaches are getting younger and younger, and that's what I was just saying to the folks online. I'm like, Wink Martindale's 60-some years old, right? Like, at 60-some at years old, there's a disconnect with the players. There's a disconnect with the coaches if the coaches are in their 30s, 40s. And it's a young man's game. I don't know where Wink's going to end up. Um, but it does kind of make the Giant fan think about the whole Brian Dable versus Wink Martindale saga a couple weeks ago. A lot of y'all were siding with Wink. What the hell? 877-337-6666. I mean, speaking of that, Eric Bieniemy reportedly spoke to the Chiefs before the AFC Championship game. I think Monday night I was talking about how Eric Bieniemy is out with the Washington Commanders. And what a bozo move. You leave the dynasty. You leave the Chiefs. You leave a bunch of Hall of Famers because you think going to D.C. to call plays with the commanders and get the assistant coach tag and offensive coordinator under under Rod uh, Ron Rivera was going to lead to you being the next head coach there. No, it's not how it works. It's not how it works at all. New ownership group comes in. They fire everybody. They bring in Dan Quinn, and they defaulted into Dan Quinn. Suppose they wanted Ben Johnson or who knows. Um but, yeah, we still got plenty more to do. Super Bowl conversations to have. Keith McPherson on the fan. Let's get back to the phone. Lewis out in Brooklyn, my guy. How you doing? <laughs> um, okay. For, I, I was going to talk about the Super Bowl, but um, the, uh, the Cowboy, he went to uh, Washington. Why would he go to a competitor? Dan Quinn, no? the defensive coordinator, yeah. Dan Quinn. Why would he go to a competitor? He had no other options. He wanted to go to Seattle. He wanted to go to all these other places. But – when everybody in the world saw his defense get smoked by a first-time quarterback and the youngest team in playoff history, the Green Bay Packers, his stock dropped. It plummeted. And that's why I say <laughs> they were a match They were a match for each other, right? The commanders ran out of options, and he ran out of options, and here he is. Dan Quinn is the new head coach of the commanders, the same guy that was head coach of the Falcons when they blew a 28-3 yeah, lead. Like, Yeah, the wow. commanders are going to suck, but – I don't know. They got Cliff Kingsbury over there. They seem to think Caleb Williams is going to be the quarterback over there. Maybe Dan Quinn does well. Um, I, I I doubt it, though. I think that the commanders are going to be a bottom team in, in the NFC East right away next so year. I want to say again. about the Super Bowl, I want to say it comes down to Nick Boser versus Patrick Mahomes. If he could get to the quarterback, I think he had two sacks last time in the uh, playoffs. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, and I actually realized I'm not going to have a football Friday. I'm off this Friday. Uh, I'll be on tomorrow night, and I'll talk more about it, but folks will be sleeping. 
man, this offensive line for the Chiefs will not have Joe Tooney. And when you look at the defensive line for the 49ers, it, it is Nick Bosa, but it's also Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave and Randy Gregory and Chase Young, who they traded for. They have a bunch of dogs. They have a bunch of guys that can just get after it on that defensive right. line. And this is the last game of the year. You give it every single thing that you got. And if they can disrupt Patrick Mahomes and not rough him, you know, not rough the passer and not hit him late, then it could be a long day for Pat. And uh, we'll see what 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 Purdy does on the other side. It's, it's going to be a better game than, than I think people realize. It's, I think well, it's going to be really back and forth. I mean, I, I think that Mahomes is going to get out of that pocket and, you know, run around and get it to Kelsey. I mean, that's what it's their plan is, I bet. Kelsey was very hot last time. I mean, he was yeah. getting open. They couldn't stop him. I mean, the Swifties are going to be watching. They absolutely have to target Kelsey 10 times. Uh, I was talking earlier about, about how I came up here today, and in the elevator there was a little blurb about how the 49ers don't defend the tight end well, and now they got to face arguably the greatest tight end we've ever seen. Yeah. Who do you, who are you going for? The Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. I can't bet against them. I, I I bet on the Bills. I bet on the Ravens like an idiot, thinking that they could do something in their home uh stadiums. No. Don't count against don't don't count a don't count on a guy like Patrick Mahomes. He's got a chip on his shoulder now because people are tired of them. Andy Reid is not done. You know, all the quotes that are coming out, like they want Andy Reid to retire. Andy Reid is like, nah. They're they're saying that Patrick Mahomes is a villain. He's like whatever, whatever. Okay, we're winning. They they have experience in in the Super Bowl in this game. Uh, I'm What's not betting the point against spread? them. What's Las Vegas point spread? I mean, last I checked, it was like Who's two, favorite? one and a half. It doesn't really matter. I mean, if you're getting money on the Chiefs, take them all day. I think the Chiefs were like plus one ten money line. That line has moved over the last week and a half. Let me pull it up while I have you here. Uh, I haven't put any bets in outside of. Uh, the box pools. I'm playing too much money in the box pools, but that's what you're supposed to do. So yeah, it's uh, San Francisco minus two and a half right now. It's plus one ten money line for the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Anyways, I'm gonna get off the phone, but I want to hear what you have to say. If Jerry Jones, just I'm saying, I'm fantasizing, would give you general manager, what would you do to change the team or improve the team? I'm just curious what you feel that the Cowboys have to do, all right? Have a great night. Great, great. Lewis, Dallas Cowboys fan, what a great question for the fan in New York. What would I do as GM of the Dallas Cowboys? Pay Micah Parsons. You're going to have to do that. Pay CeeDee Lamb. You're going to have to do that. I wouldn't extend Dak right away. You don't have to. But... I would shore up the middle of the offense and the defense. What do I mean by that? I'm drafting linebackers. I'm also signing linebackers, multiple linebackers, middle linebacker. I'm trying to find me a dog at middle linebacker. Two dogs like the 49ers have Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. Yeah, I need I need a, a combo of two linebackers like that. I also need running backs. Maybe I get on the phone and talk to Saquon Barkley. Or Derrick Henry. Maybe I draft me a running back because it seems like every year we're finding these Devin Achans, uh, these Isaiah Pacheco's, linebackers and running backs up the middle. 
I also need another corner, man. The Cowboys for years have been trying to find a corner. Trayvon Diggs is coming back from the ACL. I would let Stephon Gilmore walk. Deron Bland showed us that he can pick the ball off, but I don't know how great of a corner he is. They're going to have to make some decisions on who to let go, who to stay. Uh, in the draft, there's a lot of wide receivers. I'd draft some more wide receivers. I'd probably move on from Michael Gallup, even Brandon Cooks. It's CeeDee Lamb, and you need another young beast. Show up the offensive line. Defensive line, I think, is straight. And I don't know. That's enough, that's enough for now. People don't care too much about the Dallas Cowboys on February 7th. But, you know, we, as as fans, we wish we could be GMs. We all wish, especially in baseball. I say that all the time in baseball. In baseball, I think every day you wake up as the general manager, manager of your team, thinking of what you would do, what you want to do. Did the Mets sign J.D. Martinez yet? I'm waiting for the breaking news. I was coming in today. I was thinking, I'm like, there's so many things to talk about. That's how I felt this whole week, right? The Super Bowl, especially here at the fan, is just not doing it for us. Maybe it will by Friday. I don't know. But even when I came in this year, I'm like, there's so much to talk about, but like nothing that's really jumping out. Nothing that's really like, okay, this is like, like, and I just, I don't know. I have a hard time manufacturing like takes or, uh, you know, theoretical things to, to carry through a five hour show. It's, I'm a solo host. I'm on for five hours. I don't have someone to bounce these things off of. I don't have someone to disagree with. I don't have someone to, you know, um, do pre-show stuff with. I come in with a bunch of headlines, uh, news stories, and my thoughts on different things, specifically New York sports, but looking at all the sports and all the stories going on uh, around uh, across the country. And I mean, the Super Bowl is just not doing it for us. It's a rematch from four years ago. I mean, the themes like uh, Brock Purdy. I did have a thought today about Kyle Juszczyk's wife. I'm like, of course, we should have known. Kyle Juszczyk's wife made the jacket that Taylor Swift wore to Buffalo. Also the jacket that Patrick Mahomes' wife, Brittany, wore. And we should have known right then. They're going to make it to the Super Bowl, the Chiefs and the Niners. Why? So that they can meet up. I mean, Juszczyk's wife, she had a custom-made jacket where on the inside, during the NFC Championship, it said Super Bowl 2024. She knew they were going. I mean, it didn't look like that in the first half. Everybody says it's scripted. The script was to have Patrick Mahomes, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, and the Chiefs go back-to-back Super Bowls and meet up with Kyle Juszczyk's wife who made them all these um, special customized jackets and what. Now, look, she's got an official merchandising deal with the NFL. She was using NFL jerseys and uh, sewing them up and making puffer jackets and vests, and the NFL is like, wait, 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 wait. We need a cut of that. Yeah, We're not going to sue you. We want you to go to the uh, Super Bowl with your custom-made fits, but uh, we got to do this the right way. 877-337-6666. Man, I'm taking your calls on everything. We've we've pretty much hit everything. Uh, I got to double-check my notes and make sure there's nothing that uh, we left out, but people are on hold, and I want to get to them. So let's go right now to Tony in Connecticut on the fan. What's up, Tony? Hey, before I get into my Mets, I'm at McDonald's. you want a shamrock shake? A shamrock shake. I don't know. Yeah, you never heard of it's a it's a mint sh- uh, shake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're, they're already uh, they're already doing those for uh, St. Yeah, Patrick's yeah. Day. Yeah, so I'm picking one up. You want yeah, one? Yeah, no, I haven't had McDonald's in years. Okay, well, okay. Anyway, I want to talk about my Mets and uh, 
everybody's giving them, uh, you know, not much of a chance to do anything if, if they stay, if the roster stays the same. But I choose to look on the bright side. And, of course, if nobody gets hurt and everybody plays up to their potential, um, I, I can see them being competitive. Um, but, of course, there's, you know, a lot of ifs, but I choose to look at it that way. So, um, And you should. Because what's, what's the point in being negative about something that you have right. no idea I, about? The season hasn't, hasn't even started yet. And people, oh, they're writing them off already. I, I don't, I don't, I don't go for that. But the thing is, also, my, I have a prediction about Brett Beatty. I think he's going to have a great year because there's going to be less pressure. I feel on him uh, to perform uh, the way he was in the minor leagues this year, and I think he's going to, he's going to do, he's going to do well. I really do. So yeah, and I think they're banking on that, and uh, maybe that Shamrock Shake will bring you some good luck, Tony. Thanks for the call. I didn't get the whole Shamrock Shake. I'm at McDonald's. I don't know one of those caller things that I guess when you think of it in your head and you call up with it, you think it's going to hit better than it actually did. I thought it was, I was waiting for the other part of the joke to come around and never came around. Shamrock shake. It's February. We're not in March yet. St. Patrick's day. I don't know. That was a miss, but the Pakoda, you guys have heard of Pakoda, Pakoda, you know, their projections. So Pakoda's latest standing, see the Mets winning on average 83.6 games and making the playoffs as a wild card. Fangraphs even has the Mets winning 81.3 games on average. Now, earlier today, I said the bar for the Mets is where the Yankees' win total was last year, and that's before I read what Pakoda and Fangraphs had for them. I think the Mets fan should be looking at the Mets as winning at least 82 games with this current team if guys stay healthy and compete and some things go in your favor. It's not going to be as bad as uh, some people say. And I think it's good to lower expectations. I think it's good to set a low bar. I think it's good to be in a position where all you can do is succeed and exceed expectations. Great. And that's why we watch. That's why we go to the ballpark. That's why we watch the games. And um, you're not thinking that you can win the World Series. But how great of a magic carpet ride would it be if you do get to the wild card and you do win around in the postseason? And this season was supposed to be, oh, no, no, we're not going for it. You never know what can happen. That's baseball, Susan. Nobody can predict baseball. Keep McPherson on the fan. I got about an hour and 10 minutes left. Let's take a break right here, and we'll be right back. Hello. How's it going tonight? What are you guys doing? Oh, you're listening to the fan. Are you driving? Are you listening at home on a free Odyssey app? I thought you might be. Thanks for tuning in. Keep McPherson, your nighttime host, still here. They give me five hours to rock. I mean... I'm just happy to be one of the guys that gets five hours. It's not too many guys you would listen to for five hours or five minutes, right? I know, me personally, I would. Shout out to everybody on the TikTok. I think we got up to a whopping 25 live viewers. And, man, I appreciate 25 or 5. Anybody that's listening live, watching live, um, thanks for taking the time tonight. You could be doing anything. You could be watching the New Orleans Pelicans versus the Los Angeles Clippers like I'm doing in here. You could be watching Netflix, but you're a sports fan, I assume. And uh, you want to hear sports fans have conversations on the fan. So let's do that. And it could be about anything. Max is out in Brooklyn. Max is on the fan. Hey, what's going on, man? First time caller, long time listener. I want to know what you uh, think about the Justin Fields, Chicago Bears, number one draft pick situation. Yeah, I think it's interesting, man. I, I, I just was talking about 
the Commanders and Caleb Williams being from D.C. Uh, Cliff right. Kingsbury was quoted saying that Caleb Williams is eerily similar to Patrick Mahomes. They just hired him. I think they think they're getting the next Patrick Mahomes. I think they're going to have uh, an opportunity to trade with the Bears and just swap one and two so that they can ensure that they get Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is already documented as saying he does not want to be drafted by the Bears. He does not want to go to Chicago. <laughs> and I know if if a guy saying that he doesn't want to come, like you don't force that. Uh, Justin Fields, yeah. you drafted a few years back. There's guys on the team that like him, but if you don't believe in him, maybe you take Drake May. Um, yeah. I think that you can also trade that pick which you got from Carolina and maybe get yeah, a, a, a score. yeah get a bigger haul. And they also are picking ninth overall. So man, Ryan Poles and the Chicago Bears have a ton of possibilities here in this draft where they can get talent, they can fill holes. They do not have to take Caleb Williams number one overall. They could draft back or swap with the um, commanders and let the commanders get the hometown hero. And if they want to take another quarterback, take Drake May, maybe have him come in and compete with Justin Fields or go ahead and send Justin Fields somewhere for whatever you can get. But I don't I don't think you should force it with, with Caleb Williams because he's the you know consensus number one pick. The guy has liked things online that, you know, so Caleb Williams doesn't want to be a Chicago Bear. He he has clicked like. That's a public endorsement that, like, no, I don't want to go to Chicago. <laughs> well, I didn't know about that. Well, that's amazing. Appreciate the call. Thank you. No problem. 877-337-6666. I can sneak another call in before we go to break. Joe is in Passaic, New Jersey. Joe, you got it. Hey, Keith, how are you? First time caller. Hey, I appreciate all you first-time callers checking in because there's a bunch Friends of people listening. Friends convinced me. Oh, okay. I should have known from Passaic. Let's go, Joe. Yeah. Two things. Um, I heard you saying before that you think Zach Wilson would be a number two quarterback for um, Patrick Mahomes. I think he could be. I think his style of play, he, he would fit in that offense trying to emula- emulate Patrick Mahomes, learning from Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I think that's one possible place. I don't, Do I know if Andy Reid is interested in him? I don't know. And also, do you think the Blue Jays are going to make some trouble for the Yankees? Blue Jays, the Orioles also? I think there's trouble in the best division in baseball every year. I think that there's not going to be an, an easy route to winning the American League East. I think the Blue Jays have done things like sign Justin Turner, bring in IKF. They were in on um, Vladimir Guerrero. Well, Vladimir Guerrero's been there, and I just saw you know he won his arbitration case, and he's the biggest guy uh, as far as talking about the Yankees and the movie and what they're going to do every year. But ultimately, I come back to they're frauds. They haven't done anything in the postseason, and even when the Yankees have a down year, they struggle with the Yankees. So I'm not so worried about the Jays. I am a little worried about. The Orioles. The Orioles? Yeah. Those young guys won 101 games. They add Corbin Burns. Um, they start feeling themselves a little bit, and uh, they're a year older. They've got this Jackson Holiday kid coming up. How come the how come the Brewers didn't demand Jackson Holiday in the Corbin Burns trade? Yeah, so I'm not worried about the Rays too much either. I know they'll be competitive. I know Kevin Cash will have his club in order. Uh, I, I know they're going to have guys that make plays and play, but the Yankees yep. have Juan Soto and Aaron Judge. And a bunch of other talented guys. Like it's going to be a good baseball season. Yeah, it's you, you a Toronto can't, thing. Yeah, you can't go in scared. Can't go in scared. I can't go. I can't go go in afraid of my own division. I want smoke. 
with all of them. Thanks for the call, Joe. 877-337-6666. My last hour coming up. So that means we got to do a Casamigos big shot of the night and open up the mic. It's open mic time. Whatever sports topics you want to talk about, call me up and we'll do that. Keep McPherson on the fan. We'll be right back. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.